Let loose, baby, let loose. I'm giving you permission. This movie, this Kiki, this podcast is marvelous. Yes, we got an ooh, baby, we got another wild one for you. This week we talk all about Megan, the movie. <laughs> no, we don't. I say two seconds we about it at the talk, very we end. We discuss what it's like being on time and what it's like to expect yourself from other people when what you're expecting is the bare minimum. That's then we right. discuss. Um, we do phone calls. We talk about a butthole. Uh-huh. We talk to a man called Flop Few, who flopped at some point in our history. And please come see us in Boise for Tree Fort, Pod Fort, Drag Fort. Honey, I'm giving Fort in my pants. You know what I mean? You're going to be pitching a Fort. You said you got friends in Boise. I got friends. And also, Boise. don't forget, this Friday, St. Patrick's Day is Fat Slut at Precinct. Shows at 1030, 1130, and 1230. Goodbye. Or hello. M. Oh. M. Mom. When first choice is a big old bus. You turn around and boom, you end up with us. Our number is 213-536-9188-D-R-A-L-S-L-E-S-L-E-S-L-E-S-L-E-S-L-E-S-L-E-S-L-E-S-L-E-S-L-E-S-L-E-S-L-E-S-L-E-S-L-E-S-L-E-S
Um, I just watched that movie Shotgun Wedding. Couldn't do it. I look. I did watch it. Jennifer Lopez is fifty three years old, and Jennifer. That's not that old. No, it isn't that old. Yeah. But she's acting in films that like like there was no need for that to be Jennifer Lopez and Josh Duhamel. Like it could have been a thirty year old, like two thirty yeah. year old actors. Like Jennifer Lopez, just they're like, oh, she's a a movie star with an amazing body and she's gorgeous. So and oop. she probably has like her fingies out there, people listening ear to the ground for any time there's a movie about a wedding. Because she loves to no, be in a she wedding. She loves film. a wedding. She movie. loves to be a bride. So all I'm saying is like, if Jennifer she loves Lopez, to be a bride. she really does. If Jennifer Ben Lopez, Affleck, Mark <laughs> Anthony, Ben Affleck again. If she had put out a song called Mother, I buy it a little more because I'm like, okay, you've been around the block. So no, because yes, it would be like when Fergie put out Milk Money or whatever. Milk Money was regardless was for it was a huge hit. Well, this is what I have to say about Megan Trainer is that. The people that are attacking her for her music are like, well, okay, on my TikTok and Twitter and what I see is like 30-year-old gay men who are like, she's not mother, how dare she, da 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 I know, like, but the- She's the not tw- making music for you. She's making music for like- 12-year-olds. Ki- like literal 12-year-olds. So yeah, you're going to hate it. It's not aimed at you. I do like that sparkly dress she's wearing. Here is my thing, though. I'm like, I would. I feel like when she performs, here's my thing: that that floor, the painting on the floor. Uh huh. We're looking at the music video. We're watching the music video. Chris looks great. What has? What were you gonna say about the painting on the floor? You can't just like. Start it's ro- sorry. It's like a royalty free image. Like I've used it in the background of my numbers. Oh yeah, because she's probably on a green screen. Yeah, I love that. Um, you gotta go custom when you're making content for the internet. Here's how I feel about this music video. Watching this music video back, I think they spent all their money on Chris Jenner because yeah, like this looks like the this is again no shade because I make music videos for like fifteen thousand dollars and big artists make music videos Don't for hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, but like this looks like a Rebecca Black Friday kind of video. Like the styling is not as elevated as it could be. Like even the gown on Chris Jenner, it's like, that's Chris Jenner. Like you could put her in million dollar gowns. Yeah. Or just be like, Chris, why don't you bring what you want from your wardrobe? Although I truly hate when people tell me that. So I understand. Of course. But I just like, as I keep watching this, I go like, okay, there's just like the two setups and then this like fabric thing. I don't know. Like, Again, not trying to be shady. I also... The problem like, is, is I know where everything in this music video can be bought and purchased and for how much. Because well, I you know the live fabrics, in LA. I know the stuff. I, yeah. But like even just like the set, I'm like, I know how much it costs to rent that studio. Like it, there's no magic in it. But so, I'm sure it's magical for children. <laughs> what I want to... The magic I want to talk about is Kris Jenner's face. Well, that's why she's got bangs, because I think whatever's holding it up is right there on the top of her forehead. So, like, do you believe that, f- first of all, that she's, she's an AI-generated monster from hell? She's got to be absolutely sweetened. Like, she's got to have, like, oh, yeah. filters Sweetened is when face. they give you a little, a light filter, like a... A beauty a box. Kiss, a beauty box. Think, like, Lisa Vanderpump in the opening of Vanderpump Rules, how she's but, the like, only one that's lit well. 
And then and it's just her face. So do you think she wears face tape as well? I think she's taped to hell. Like I think she's got tape under that wig. I think she's got it on her neck. They never really show her from the side or anything. Cause like she looks. And she's not moving a lot. She really good. Good. What I know. Is her I've been age? looking at fucking Botox again. She's sixty-seven. She's got it. I mean, and she's still got it like mentally. You know what I mean? As far right. as I can see, she hasn't gone off the deep end. Around sixties, when people start to lose it. I just it it is fascinating. Okay, let's, get back. let's okay. We're done looking at this. Okay, that's fine. I just I it's fascinating to me all of that stuff. Mother, that's because you're into making music. Uh huh. And the way people modify themselves. Because I'm also you like, really does she look that. like that in real life? No, that's like every time you see a celebrity in real life, you're like, whoa, they really do a lot. And then you also go, damn, you're short. Well, you I say guess it right at them. I guess because my thought is always like, well, I want to put out an image into the world so that when you see me in real life, I look the same. And that's thinking about social media and media as the same amount of people. But like celebrities probably encounter a hundred actual human beings in a month and three hundred million viewers. So they're like, what's more important is the image that is digitally uh, transported around the world. Do you get my logic? Yes, absolutely. Which is why I think they, as a family, like when they even when they take photos on their iPhone, I think they like text it to an editor that they have on on reserve or whatever, and they edit it really quick and send it back. Yeah, which I want that face too. Remember? Oh my gosh! Never what? Mind. Next, move up. There's just one photographer that does drag photos where they like filter them to hell to the point where it's basically like, oh, you've just created a painting. Oh yeah, it's no longer an image. But that's like, it. Oh, um, we got some Girth Brooks intel. I saw. I also think that we should maybe have that man on on as Jason? a guest. Yeah, yeah, you I know, know Jason. him biblically already. I no, I just know him. Maybe no, I just know him. Well, not the way you look to the left. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. No, but he, um, and yeah. he so was the one got that I asked. You can't give it that whole intro and then the news is he got married and moved to the he suburbs. He got married and moved to the suburbs. But then someone else commented, oh, but he's also in a cover band. I want to go. I want to book the band. Here in studio, at the studio. <laughs> at the, the studio, studio, book the band. And in the in the small fine print, we'll put hog claws. You have to let me. You got to pay the hog tolls. (laughs) You got to pay the hog tax. Um, did you? Okay, so you Uh, know also what? You go ahead. You go ahead first. You know the song "Let Loose" by Lucy Liddy. Let loose, baby. (laughs) Let loose. Um, you're gonna get, 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 you're, get, get. you're singing Footloose. Oh, it's Get Loose? No, it's Let Loose. You were just you. You don't know the tune of Let Loose. You were singing Footloose. No, I was singing Let Loose. That's Baby Let Loose. That's Footloose. It's not Let. I loose, said baby. Let Loose, dead 
baby, let loose. That's not the way the song goes. How's the song? You know who wrote that song? Andrew Barrett Cox. Andrew Barrett Cox, of course. So I tweeted, let loose, because it was been stuck in my head. And he responded with... Um, Kristen Dunst from the Spider-Man movies when she's turning around aggressively screaming something and he wrote I said let loose (laughs) that's all I just wanted to share that what were you going to say I was going to say Twitter's been a minefield lately it's crazy out there have you been seeing this stuff about I don't really want to talk about her but it's so funny to me that we will her name is, and she's going to cream her pants when I say her name on this podcast, Moxie Michael. Oh, I saw all of that hateful spewage coming out of that account. And I just literally. Block? Wh- yeah, whoever the first. Oh, it was Ma- Miss Mamshi. It was Miss Mamshi. She, she posted used a literal slur on Twitter and then was like, everyone's turning against me. Yeah, Miss Mamshi posted the thing and I was like, oh, you know what I'm going to do? Get ahead of it. And I just went over to that page and I hit all block button. Felt great about it. You, of course, were like, I, I, get I notifications. Said, now, how do I stick my toe in this water? And then I jumped in. What did you do? And the doll? words of Ursher, I'm about to dive in. I also, did you know that there's an Usher commercial going around? Ursher. And they literally pronounce it Ursher. They're like, come to the Ursher tour. And? You I just always thought it was Usher. R A Y M O N D. Now, baby, tell me what you want to do with me. You know what that's from? No. But you know how I always say to myself and on this podcast, I always go, whatever happened to Ariel Versace? Whatever happened to Ariel Versace? And then you come to find out her, like, drag daughter is an insane racist MAGA trans hater. Now, the post I saw that you got involved in, Ariel was saying all she is is a client of mine. She's a client. And all I did was put you on a show so you could showcase a wig I made for you. You could model a wig. All we did was text back. All we did was text about photo shoots. And but you're saying this um, Moxie Morphine? What is her name? I don't care. Michaels is Ariel's daughter. I mean, she's probably not her daughter, but I think my understanding is that Ariel put her in makeup. I don't know. There's a bunch of pictures of them like together out of makeup, so it looks like they're. I'm not getting into this. You oh, know what? So you're trying to. You're, I'm so not trying, you're to, trying no, to. No, 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 I'm. We're done with that conversation. Right, I just let's, let's thought maybe if everyone wants to get your eyes on my latest crazy person obsession, I've moved on from Scar Girl on TikTok. I don't know who that is. And now I'm on to. But okay, so this girl about two years ago got a scratch on her face. Started posting TikToks featuring the scratch on her face and people started going wild for it because they're like wow she's really hot then when the scar started to go away so did all the comments about how hot her scar made her look so then she started drawing the scar on and it started light and at this point now it's a dark brown line white she's a caucasian girl i'm looking at dark her brown line stone cover shoot or um the story oh it's a dark brown line it's a dark brown line that looks like an eyebrow and so then when asked to it's like a nelly it real, band-aid it basically is it's huge and it's moved from the original location of the first scratch two years ago she is getting over a million views on every tiktok and she has not responded to anyone saying that it's fake but when she did actually try to prove that it was real she used like a Q-tip, and she didn't touch the scar. Incredible! That's and then like the she gal on used the internet a, who 
eats food. Dry. Yeah. She, she took a dry paper towel and wiped the side of her face and then didn't show it to the camera. So it's like clearly fake. And so many doctors and plastic surgeons on TikTok are like, yes, it's fake. Quit giving her views. But people, people were going back in every day to check. But people like I was one that. of those people. People like that fake shit. They like to like kind of go back and forth and be like, are you playing? Remember there was a guy like a year ago who was posting videos that he was like, I live in the middle of the ocean. Do you remember this? Oh, yeah. Where he was like, I don't know what you mean. And he would like show the camera like every way but the shoreline. And he would be like, I am out here in the middle of the ocean. I've been floating for two weeks. He was like, I use a, a solar charger. See, and he that, like kept that lie going for so but long. But that's like where people like, uh, I guess people would get upset about that. That doesn't upset me. The Scar Girl thing doesn't upset me either. What I find strange about it is what is in your brain that's making you want to keep up this lie so bad? Like, why Attention. won't you? But then it's like she's hanging out with people and she has it painted on. And it's like she's in groups of people and not one of your friends wants to be like, yo, this is getting weird, my friend. Listen, my guy. Um, no, My they, guy, my friend, you got to stop. It goes back to what I was just saying about what's more important, the hundred people you would actually encounter in person over the course of a month or the millions of views you get for her. It's the millions of views. So she's like, I am Scar Girl. Do call me Scar Girl. She did say stop calling me Scar Girl. But I think that one, I knew that one was coming to an end when someone made a filter of the scar. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and she posted a TikTok crying. So we'll you be know right what? back. I actually like watching people cry. What does that say about me? We'll be right back after this break. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? No, really, how would you use it? Maybe, bad. I always think about my work week and how busy it is, and I'm like, I wish I had an actual weekend. Now, that really comes down to me planning my life a lot better, but I would use it for leisure because I work so much. How? What would you use if there was extra time in your if I had more time, I would do more hobbies. I would like pick up you more activities hobbies. because I yeah. love hobbies, but I just, I barely have time to do the stuff that I actually have to do. Right. Well, the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more with it. You know, I think therapy, like the biggest thing that I get out of therapy is new directives. Like, oh, try this. Like, make a change in how you think. I think we all think, like, that's just how my brain works or, like, this is how I see the world. But those things can shift and change. And you can learn tools in therapy to be like, look at it this way or try a new way of going about a project or schedule your day a little different. You, those are things you can talk about with your therapist. Mm -hmm. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash sloppy today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash sloppy. Hey, let me get a coffee. 
It'll be real quick. It's already made. Hold on. Now, Meatball has stepped away. You know, she used to record this uh, in her guest room, which was next to her drag room. Uh, now she has moved her computer station down to the room they call the plant room, which is on the first floor. Um, so if you've been following the CNN news coverage, it's the room what? that Meatball has behind her and all of those photos and interviews. I was just commenting that you're in the plant room. Yeah, we got to do something. Well, we're actually going to look at it. I'm going to look at a house today. That might be it. But it doesn't have a garage. So then it's like, where am I supposed to put my scooter, my bike, my Kool-Aid man, the extra bed that we have, and all my leftover drag? Or my ham and cheese costume, which should come to your garage. Yeah, you can actually. There is room. Like the. I the literally. I think I want to. It's wrapped in three heavy duty plastic sofa bags because i don't want anything getting into it duct tape the hell out and then it's sitting in the rafters of the garage and can you imagine when you open it up and like a cockroach crawls out and you're like well it's over and you set it on yeah, fire you're like never i'm well, good that happened to me i also might be selling it at my drag sale when are you having your drag easter sale? sunday at precinct proceeds certain proceeds not all of them we're going to auction off some gifts we'll be um going to the precinct AIDS life cycle. Oh, fun! Group I want to volunteer. On headed this. by Jeremy. Well, if you want, if do you have anything you want to sell? Maybe, yeah. We can get you a table. Uh, a, a couple things I was going to say. One, the Lacroix boy jacket that I made. Oh yeah. I held on to that for years and years and years. I never wore it once, and then I finally went out there and I like clipped it. You know, because it was all zip tied together, and I clipped all the cans off, and I took them, and I got eleven dollars from the recycling spot where you can submit your cans because it all was like deteriorating. And then, yeah, so the ham and cheese costume, I was like, maybe I'll wear it out to like Pride or some sort of like. Sometimes they have like a downtown, like a street fair, like on Broadway. Do you remember? It's like night, night downtown, night DTLA. Oh, they shut down the streets. DTLA yeah. crowd. But it's it's not for proud, it's just but the it's something block. that happens in front of precincts. So there's like a stage by precinct. Or maybe they don't do it anymore. I don't know. Oh, I think that was proud. Oh, okay. Um, anyways, I want to go to like a big gay event in the Hamlet. Broadway's Cheese. night out where the That's entire it. thing is shut down. There it is. We got there. We, we did got it. There. We got there. It was um, the coffee. And I want to wear the ham and cheese costume and like take photos with people in it. Yeah. And then get rid of it. And I was like, oh, I could do that at Off Sunset, the like Leather Pride Fair. Yeah. But Are you the, going this year? I am. It's right after we get back from Boise. Yeah. But my toxic masculinity won't allow me to do it because I'm like, what if I see guys who I want to fuck and they see me in a ham and cheese costume? I can't then let them know I'm just a silly and goofy guy that early on. You know what I mean? Baby boy, you hate yourself. <laughs> You started laughing before you even got that out. <laughs> Baby boy, you just don't love yourself. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's a similar thought all the time as for me. Which when is you're just in like drag. Most people, yeah. Or like people are being real nice and flirty with you in drag and you're like, not like this. I don't want you like this. <laughs> not like this. Not with my lips drawn out to the bottom of my cheeks. Yeah, and then like just sweat and like the smell of the pat. It's like not like this. Um, maybe I will sell some stuff at your drag sale. You know, I am having 
I want to move again before I even decide to do interior design. Yes. That's I'm kind of where we're at. I'm we're like, no more painting, no more wallpaper. Twisted. Because I haven't done dick to this apartment. I know. I think I talked about it in another episode. But also, it's like, <laughs> you weren't into design. You weren't one of those people that did design. You didn't really have the extra income. And now that you do, it's like, do you want to No, I'm going to save up the money and wanna, just yeah. hire someone to do it. I'm going to be like... Insta- I think you should just yeah. trust your instincts and decide like what you like. And well, th- my instinct is there's a bike. There's still a bike in the kitchen. That... But there are two. That's that's because you like to cook bike. I don't there, know. <laughs> there are two, but I mean, you can even you can just see. There's that doesn't make any sense. No, I know. I hate. There's that boxes of stuff just right there. There's the bike in the kitchen with two bags of recycling that need to go out. The fuck bench is disassembled over there. Has it been used and assembled yet? Yes. Slay. Was it worth the eleven hundred dollars? It actually was only $900. I think I uh, inflated that cost. Um, and yes, I would say, but I would like to have it set up permanently in a bedroom. In and the it, guest room. No, in my bedroom and have it like kind of feel like the spot where I can like throw my clothes at the end of the day and then move them to the hamper or lay my clothes out for the next day and then easily just like slide things off them to fuck on it. Like, not let it build up too much detritus, you know? Yeah, you don't want it to turn into, like, the... Um, the catch-all. Yeah. Or All right, that, so I'm going to share chair. my screen because we talked about Boise. Because we're going well, Louisiana Purchase soon. is going to be there. So these are the options for you in Boise. <laughs> <laughs> Three. Oh. No. Sorry. No. No. He's no. the closest, I think, for you. Oh. This is not Salt Lake City. No, that's Boise. He has no. travel coming up. In. No. What about Six Foot Sexy? That's just not going to do it for me either. Ha! Look at he's, that second one. That's not coy. it. He's being coy. Don't be coy. Are you going to make friends in Boise? No, I'm going to go there and do our show and probably hang out with Louisiana Purchase. What about Irene Dubois? I I don't know her, but I would love to. Maybe I'll get in her DMs and be like, let's get dinner or something. I feel like she's got some things to say. You know who also wants to come on the pod? Sasha Velour. I love Sasha. She's coming to L.A. We should have. Okay, when? I think she's coming to L.A. soon. She has a trip, like, around her book. So yes. text her and find out when she's coming. Do you think I have her phone number? How did you get booked for nightgowns? We talked about this. I d- DM'd her. Well, I'm, that's what I meant by text her. What do you mean? Oh. Um, so if you I went have, to Bitch Pudding Show last night. Can I finish my Boise pitch? Slay. <laughs> If you have been living under a rock, we are um, coming to Boise for Treefort, which is a huge music festival that has like a ton of other things going on. So we are a part of both um, Podfort and Dragfort. Um, And we're giving you that double header goodness. So on... um, Yeah, you're getting two heads. (laughs) So on Friday, 
um, the uh, 24th, we are performing at 8 o'clock at the Balcony Club in Boise uh, as part of uh, their drag fort. So it's Poo Poo Platter. I didn't realize that. That's amazing. Wait, what's Poo Poo Platter? So the party? Louisiana- Isn't that party Louisiana's? So Bulimian Rhapsody, Louisiana Purchase, Cupcake, like those people from Austin are coming. Oh, it looks like Irene is not booked anymore. All stars. This says hope. All stars. This says hope you brought your appetite. The finger licking lineup is serving a helping after helping of comedy, calamity, and glamour. This sounds like something I wrote. Pull up a seat at the table for the star-studded shit show from Austin. Poo poo platter featuring Boo Boo, which is Bulimian Rhapsody's new name, Louisiana Purchase, Basura, Cupcake, and Frankie Lamore, alongside Sloppy Seconds host Big Dipper and Meatball. Okay, so if you are in Boise on Friday the twenty fourth. Um, before our eight o'clock drag show slash club show at the balcony club, we are doing a live sloppy seconds with Big Dipper Meatball. This is at the Boise Center East room 420A. And I know that seems crazy, but for Podfort, they like put everyone in conference rooms. It's not like at a nightclub. Yeah. 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 So it's going to feel very like, do you remember the videos of DragCon the first year? Remember that video of Alyssa and Violet Tchotchke? Yes. Yeah, just like and on Katya, a platform. And a just like wall. on a shallow platform with yeah. 20 people in folding chairs. Well, I can't listen. If you're in Boise or the surrounding areas, come because it's going to definitely be intimate. So you Actually, can really get your questions out. We can really we can really have a go back and forth one-on-one. Maybe I'll say a bunch of inappropriate stuff and then we won't ever post it. And if you run a camera and you want to film it, I'll pay you to come film the episode. Oh yeah. And then Cuz I don't know that they film it. I mean, we're going to record it for the pod, but I'm yeah, like if I'm, we might I'm as well be in full drag. I'd yeah. rather, I'd like some sort of So if you have any leads there. on a camera person in Boise, hit us up. Okay, you went to Bitch Pudding's party last night. Sorry, I just wanted to promote our... Well, event. okay. That, that, and uh, while we're talking about promotion, sweetheart. <laughs> Sweet. Dear... <laughs> I'm sorry. I was on one last night, and Cheyenne was here, and so we were just being, like, that wild bitch, and crazy all night. Does she pay rent in your guest room? No. <laughs> I don't know, but we did... Okay, here's a fun little game you guys can play. You go mm-hmm. to a Goodwill. You find a picture of something kind of funny, and then you paint features of your friends onto the people in the picture, and then you hang it up when they come visit you and see what if they notice. What? Uh, you made the queerty news, honey. Where's my queerty though? Share the screen. <laughs> I'm also on CNN this Friday at Fat Slut. We have DJ Trixie Mattel. <gasps> The whole drag community just came together to end this racist, transphobic, queen, sad career. Editors. By, by editors. By editors. They didn't even put their March name 10th, 2023, because they know that she'll come for them. This week, drag entertainers from across the United World United Online, like the climax of the Avengers Endgame, to defend one of their own and tell a busted, xenophobic performer to take a hike. New Jersey drag queen. Well, that explains it all. Uh, real name Michael Ox kicked off the entire domino effect that ended her career. With She didn't have a career to start with. She did start by calling someone 
the diary of a bad Mac, a diary of a mad black woman, which I thought was bad. And then that's when she went to Miss Mamshi and called her a fat, very awful, vi- racial like one slur. of the worst slurs. <laughs> All right, keep wow. scrolling. I'm, y'all go to the queer tea and read. Oh, it, because I me? forgot Tatiana in got involved. That was Tatiana amazing. got in there and she went back and forth with her. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Her face is so weird. She looks like it out of drag. Oh, she issued an apology? She did, and then immediately turned around and started using slurs again. Oh, girl, bye. She's a slay. No. Slay can mean anything. I don't mean it in a good way. (laughs) Maybe I meant she should be slayed. Okay. We got DJ Trixie Mattel, Alaska doing a performance, Big Dipper doing a performance and judging the sexy eating competition. Don't Same. worry, I got you a triple XL hazmat suit so you won't get any food on. Say the date. Oh, I'm tour. judging the competition. It's March 17th. It's St. Patrick's Day. We got a great lineup. Come early. Come at nine o'clock. Come early. The show is going to start at 10.30. It's not going to start late. It's going to start at 10.30. And then Act 2 is going to start at 11.30. Or 11.35, maybe, if we're running a little bit behind. And then Act 3, the sexy food eating competition, will start at 12.30. So if you want to see any part of those things, please arrive to the bar before 11 o'clock because there will be a line. Now, how do you feel about drag shows? We'll also be selling fat slut t-shirts sizes small through 4XL. How do I feel about what? Drag shows starting late. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. I think it's the worst. If you're going to advertise, here's one thing. Advertise doors at 10 or doors at 9, but then don't have the show at 11.45. Don't start a show at midnight if you've had people there all night. Now, well, what about Unless you're in New York, but that's (laughs) fine. But you should say, like, I think that people should say, like, the drag show starts at 11 and then start the drag show at 11. What? How do you feel about the term drag time? It's fine, I guess, but I think it's hindered things more than it's helped things. Like there's an there's an estimated drag time used to just be like, oh, the drag show is going to start for uh, fifteen minutes late. Now it's like drag time. The drag show is going to start an hour late, Did and you- I'm to do what? <laughs> Sit in a bar? And just wait. Like, I'm there to see the show. I'm not there to be, like, real. I'm there to, like, socialize a little bit. But, like, if I, I don't want to wait two hours. I'm going back to PV, and I'm going to go to all the drag shows that's there. And I am going to buy tickets to all the drag shows that happen at the theaters that have, like, the 9.30 start time and the 11 p.m. start time and the 7.30. And I'm going to see, see if they start more. on time. Yeah. No, Do and they? I'm sure they will. Oh. Yeah, what? I just don't know. Like it, it. I just don't understand because it's like, I hate the look of people, just sitting in a and like look like waiting. Like I just don't, I just don't like it for myself. Oh, there it is. That's the problem. It's me. I I am impatient. I'm the problem. It's me. I have a question for you. But write in, call in. Let me know well, what this you is, think about drag shows and this is what, what time I, they should fucking start. Did you see that I wrote this thing about um, someone? Oh, drag did, queens are always running late except Meatball. I saw that. Yeah. I also wrote, 
The lighting is never enough. Always have more light, which is true. Straws are important. And I do like the straws at the studio, those extra bendy ones. Uh Uh-huh. Cash is more important. We do prefer cash over a Venmo transaction, especially in these taxing times. They will say they are ready, but they still need to put on nails. That's absolutely true. (laughs) That's where drag time comes from. How about this next one? There is no directing a queen. They do what they want. That is also true. You could try to get us to say whatever you need, but we're not going to do it. (laughs) Drag is magical and amazing and endlessly entertaining. That's also true. Yeah. I'm no fool. Um, Okay, so what should I, like, here's the only thing that I would think would be wrong with trying to do drag time for me would be that in my mind I'd be like, okay, so I'm going to say this time, so I'm going to, I'm like, oh, the show starts at 10.30. I'll say show starts at 10. And then well, some people will get there at 10 and be like, when's it start? And it's like, uh, or 9, thinking it's, I don't know. I just think, like, if you're going to say something starts on time, start it on time. It's truly not difficult. I, I agree. I agree with you 100%. I think that's totally fine. I think, you know, you just, you, the great Delta Work once said this, and I listened 100%, and it stuck with me, which is, you can't expect yourself from other people. You can expect things to, but I think that that counts. <laughs> I to me, that counts in situations where it's a one-on-one thing, not when it's you versus an entire bar of people waiting for something to start. No, I'm saying yeah, when you're there and then you're going, oh, why blah 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 blah. It's like, well, that's you. You can't expect that to happen other people to behave like you do think about how successful they would be if they did though all right let's take a break okay and we're back Saw Bob last night for a hot second. Where? At Precinct? Precinct. She swung by. She said, oh, I loved Bitch's show. It was themed like Sailor Moon, and everyone was up there doing Sailor Moon shit. And guess what? I had no idea what happens in Sailor Moon. Oh. But she did do our classic number of um, tattoos, They're Not Gonna Get Us. No. What's the one? They're not gonna get us. They're not gonna get us. Let loose, baby, let loose. You wanna get permission to end my tissue mission. Let loose, baby, let loose. Would you like to hear some voicemails? Absolutely. I'm tired of talking. Hi, guys. Big fan. Um, I basically have a question, I guess. So a few years ago, I had hooked up with a guy, and after the deed was done, I looked to my left, and I thought the wall next to his bed had, like, a ton of cum on it. Like, he would just jack off and, like, aim it at the wall, and it was all, like, dripping down and dried. Um, I told a friend about this, and she said she also knew a guy who did the same thing. So I'm just wondering, like, if that's common? Like, I don't know. I'm a cis woman, so I don't know much about the etiquette of sperm collection during masturbation, but I don't think it's that. So I'm just wondering if you guys have similar stories. All right. Love you guys. Bye. (laughs) The only... I froze. <laughs> the only etiquette about sperm collection is, is like wipe it up and it's gone. 
or, or if you steal you it, it from your massage client. And steal their DNA and use it on someone else. <laughs> or if you keep it, you better freeze it and make a devil's dick. <laughs> no, I mean, all I immediately imagine Let is live. like, <laughs> have you ever worked a, a, like a like a service job in a restaurant or something like that? No, I, I only ever did retail. J. Crew. Well, you know, it's like uh, gap a, as well. Okay. A, sorry, a clean restaurant is gonna like clean everything down, but a sort of like a dirtier spot when you like move the counter, you like slide the milk fridge out from the barista, and there's just like liquid that is dried down the side because someone spilled something and it hasn't been wiped, or like a painter's easel that has. That's oh, actually yeah. more what it is, yeah, not no, a dirty it's, restaurant. Yeah, because we're like, doing drip dry. We're Jackson Pollocking with our gums. Right. So it's like a painter's easel that the paint has dried and never been cleaned i mean that's gross but here's my well okay what kind of wallpaper is it now uh, how porous is it a latex based one like high gloss so that doesn't let moisture through does it collect like that or is it like a a dryer wall you know i a matte finish where it would absorb some moisture I prefer, when I was younger, I would always jerk off directly into a wad of toilet paper or Kleenex. Yes. I would, like, hold it at the tip of my dick and, like, come into it. Rather than, like, shoot, and if it landed on my body, wipe it up. But I think I had a lot of shame around it, and so I was wanting to, like, get the evidence away immediately. Oh. And so I think other people, I mean, especially like if you if you watch videos of content creators who are jerking off, they're not like trying to aim their cum somewhere. They're putting on a show. Yeah. So it might sort of spray around the room or whatever. But I do think there around are people the who like jerk, jerk off and just kind of let it dry. Or if they're like in bed, they like wipe the sheet. Like they don't like have a towel to clean it up. I'm like now if I'm like if I'm jerking off, I will go grab like a like a, a washcloth. No, I'll grab a washcloth and I'll put some warm water and I'll like wipe. I'll like clean myself. Yeah, and then I put that washcloth in the hamper. Absolutely. I. I don't like it, but you know, some people are weird. I told you about that time that I I met that one guy that kept a collection of his own nosebleeds in his closet, like lined up. Of his own what now? Nosebleeds. He would take tissues, and you know, you like shove the whole tissue up your nose, and then he would like, after it had dried, he would like set it down, and they would be like, they were like brown black because they were so old, and they looked like a line of little ghosts, you know, like. Like a kid with a sheet over him. Why did he keep them? I don't know. That's the thing. People are weird. People are weird. I I get serial killer from that. His parents did later get a divorce, so maybe that had something to do with it. Maybe things were not great at home. Next call. Very wild stuff. Let loose, baby. Let Hi, different loose. people. My name is Natasha, calling from Canada. Super queer. Uh, started listening last year after learning about Dragula, watching season one uh, with Meatball, and then also being aware of Big Dipper on Race Chaser and Hot Goss. 
so here's my question. Um, I've been working with a tattoo artist for about two years. I have an entire sleeve done by him, and half of my leg is covered, and it's incomplete. Uh, recently on his social media, he's being very uh, homophobic, which I had no idea up until now. Uh, specifically, he has strong opinions about how drag queen book readings at libraries are bad for children um, and Da, 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 da. don't have to go down that road anyway mm-hmm. so here's the point where i'm at like do i just quit working with this person but now i have incomplete art and the art is good uh or do i continue working with him so recently i started going all the way back to the beginning because i only started listening to your podcast recently and meatball yeah. talks about um you know mid 2020 2021 where they had to work with someone uh they had a contract with someone where they're like we're their political views are shit they suck but um they were the only one who could provide the service or the job so they worked with them through that contract so i'm kind of like what do I do? Do I continue working with them? I don't want to give this person my money, but also am I going to be able to find someone else to finish this this work? Because I don't want to walk around with like half done work on my body. Anyways, looking forward to uh, some advice. Goodbye. That's a lot. That's a lot. Here's what I got to say. Unfortunately, I would, in this situation, if it were me, but I also don't have that many tattoos and I don't know what kind of art it is. I would just find someone else who is just as talented, if not more and have them finish it or change it in a way, like finish it. in a. I, I don't know. Like if you're just on the line work or if you've already started shading, but like just, I would find someone else to complete it and it might be more expensive because they're finishing someone else's work. Um, In the case of that, issue where I was working with someone with like wild political views I had no choice I was contracted into it and I did my very best to never have contact with them during it and then the minute the contract was up we have not spoken since like that was that but um yeah I would just I think I would find a different tattoo artist especially because you said that you're very queer yeah, I mean, but what I, would you do? I feel like there are so many incredible and amazing tattoo artists, and I think a lot of times, especially for tat, uh, uh, sorry, incredible and amazing queer tattoo artists. Yeah, and I think a lot of times, especially in the tattooing field, you know, there are some tattoo artists who like have a signature, and that's how their tattoos look. Yeah. but a lot of the vibe in the tattoo field is like, can you do a classic art? Can you do a playful? Can you do cartoon? Can you do con- like, there are people who are experts in certain fields, but a, a, a whole point of it is to like replicate a type of imagery depending yeah. on the client. So I feel like there must be an artist that, excuse me, you can Ooh. show that work to <laughs> the way you react. Yeah, and to it my might burp. be that situation <laughs> with like a lot of tattoo artists. You might have to just keep an eye out for like another extremely good artist to come to town yes. and like schedule and book time with them. It might be a situation where you might have to fly out to someone else to do it. But to me, I think that that would be worth it to kind of be like, look, I didn't realize this about this person, but the minute I found out, I changed it. And like, if it Something means, because it's going to be on you forever. So do you want the memory of like, Oh God! I got this homophobe did this tattoo on me, or like, oh, I a, a gay person came and cleaned it up. Right, exactly. Egg. I got another tattoo. 
When? On the back of my leg. Oh, from the birthday? Yeah, but at the birthday party, I didn't get it. So we went back to the shop, and she did it for free. Which she turned crazy. you out. Yeah, and she made it a little bigger. So mine's What'd you get? A little bit. I got the little TV with the palm trees in it. Oh, love that. Love you for you. You know what I mean? You equals you. Next. Hey, you silly, foxy, silly little thoughts. Hey. Um, I just hey. wanted to call in and say... I love your podcast. I love you both very, very much. Um, my issue is you don't really press the queens too much on uh, their fuck-tastic stories. I want some dirty tea. I want something nasty. I want something filthy. Sometimes you just glaze over the fact that they don't really tell any stories. So let me tell you a story. Um, oh, a couple no. years ago... Um, this guy was fucking me. I'm actually, I'm sorry. I was fucking him. He was on top of me. And when I finished, he decided to stand up because he was riding me. And he decided to leave little Hershey kisses all the way up my stomach, my chest, and then one dropped right on my chin. It was absolutely disgusting. And he was straight, which was also part of the problem. Um, so please continue to push the queens. Um, and if you ever want any tea on the Murphy and Peepers tours, I've got a lot of stories to tell because I have a very close inside source. Um, I love you both and I'll talk to you soon. On the Murray and Peter drama? I don't even know. Like, isn't everyone over all that drama? Yes. Um, I believe that to be true i will just uh i'll answer uh to our doo-doo hershey's uh not on the chin you know that's too <laughs> close to the nose in the mouth bitch yeah and the eyes <laughs> ears eyes and ears, ears and, and mouth <laughs> and no is that a song uh head shoulders knees and toes knees and toes slay I was singing it to the tune of the... Let loose, baby, let loose. You wanted my permission. (laughs) What are the lyrics? Um, We don't press our guests who don't want to offer up a fuck talk story freely. Some people um, do not want to sabotage their own, their very own dad's opportunity. They don't want to sabotage it by running their mouth on the show. So some people, you know, we always tell people, Hey, we have this segment called fuck talk. We're going to get into it or we can listen to voicemails or we can shy away from it. Or you can tell us, you know, some people come in prepared and say, this is the story I'm going to tell and and you know we're just not as transparent in the moment on the episode because we like it to feel a little more organic but there is sort of always a conversation ahead of time about how in depth we're gonna go because some people are less comfortable and we don't like to force it yeah and think about how bad it would seem if that person was like, I actually don't want to talk about it. And then we just kept pressing them to tell us a sex story. And then we like, we would be, we would be canceled. Left that on the pod. Yeah. Like anyway, I'm sorry about the shits on you. seems like you deserved it. Um, now I pulled up the lyrics to Lucy LaDuca's let loose. Now you tell me if I'm singing these correctly. Are you ready? I'm the queen of the jungle. Thunder. Thunder. I'm taking over for Zeus. 
Oh. It's time to turn up the music Slow. and put on your dancing shoes. Now the synthesis is take anyway. Is it let loose, I said. Let loose. You're holding it together, baby. What's the use? Let loose, I said. Let loose. I'm giving you permission. You've got no excuse. It really is. I'm giving you permission. Yes. I was singing the right song. You got me beat, bitch. Andrew Barry Cox, you knew better than I. He's the best. We'll Did be you right back. You used to live here? Okay, goodbye. And we're back! Andrew Barrett-Cox can hit notes that I don't even think Mariah can hit. Have you seen his TikTok where he, like, puts the note that he's hitting? No. What do you mean? Like, on sheet music? No. Like, he'll be... It'll, it'll be a video of him singing and hitting the high notes. Um, I think it's called... Screlting? Scream belting? He scrouts, and he posts... Honey Diva, that boy was scrouting. Okay, next call. I've never heard of scrouting. Hey, y'all. I just want to say, I just got finished listening to your Tuesday episode uh, where you were talking about Shigella, also known as Shigella. Um, and, like, not to fearmonger, but I think it's important to talk about, like, what it is. So it is a part of something called the Big Six. And they are foodborne illnesses traditionally, and they are Salmonella typhi, Salmonella non-typhoidal, E. coli, Hepatitis A, Norovirus, and Shigella. Uh, so it's usually caused through fecal to oral uh, route, but gays being gays, we like to take the direct approach, so we just eat ass. <laughs> so wash your hands. Don't have sex if you're sick. Also, thoughts on bringing that slut back to Atlanta. Goodbye. Oh, what? Do you work for the CDC or something? Yeah, quit talking about Shigella like that. She ain't never done nothing wrong. I never been a sugar daddy. I don't need to be a sugar daddy. <laughs> um, There's a joke there. Someone can rewrite the Shangela monologue as the Shigella bacteria monologue standing up for themselves because gays eat ass. I told you not to go back there. I th- I was, by the looks of it, you don't have very many fans. Wait, that was a different fight. It is. That and, was Mimi, I'm first. And so I, change your costume, change it around. Change your costume, change it around. I have a stand-up show that I'm doing next week, and I feel like my whole bit is going to be explaining a premise and saying, there's a joke there, and then moving that on. That would be funny. <laughs> Where the whole thing I is would like, find that funny. I'm this and I'm that and this happened to me. There's a joke there. There's a joke there. You can figure it out. It writes itself, really. It, it really it does. It writes. I itself. didn't write it though. <laughs> yeah. Um. Wash your hands. You know we we say it. Dirty butt is rough to taste and fuck. Um. Steer Metallic. clear of it. If as long if you don't want to get uh, a drink thrown in you by Shigella. Any thoughts? Are you bringing Fat Slut back to Atlanta? Um, I would do that. Yeah, I had a good time. Now that I've done it, that was the first time I'd ever done it in a different city. So now that I've 
kind of done it in a couple cities. I think I got it down. Yeah, you're the queen of the thunder. I'm the queen of the thunder. Now what I'm taking other, over for Thor. Sorry, what other cities have you done it in? Austin, Texas, and Los Angeles. <laughs> you got it in Atlanta. I got you. In Atlanta, so two other cities. But the Austin one, I think I was more on top of it. And I think now I am fully, I know what I'm doing. She said, now I am fully the one. I'm one of one. The only one. Hey, Big Dipper. Hey, Meatball. Uh, This is my first call. Uh, This has been a hell of a week. I've gone from hookup to hookup. Waiting on an Uber now. 124 in the morning. It's about 16 minutes out. Freezing my ass off. Just needed to tell somebody. But I got some fire ass heads. Um, yeah. That's it. Bye. I can tell that his dick is very thick. Normalize traveling to receive head. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, I think that the receive receiver should travel. Someone else is about to do all the work. I drove fifty miles, fifty minutes to suck someone's dick. That's too far. Now it was is the max. It was Friday. Traffic was bad. There was there was rain. Wait, no, it was Thursday. It was, but it was traffic was. Fine. Ba- no rain. <laughs> no, it was rainy, and it was in the afternoon. So it was kind of that trafficy moment. It was like the, no, the afternoon is the least trafficy time in LA. No, it was like four. It was it was five oh. o'clock. It was five o'clock. No, that's the most. Yeah, five to eight. So screwed. had there been no traffic, I think it would have been a twenty-minute drive. So I was like, I'm down. I drove from the office in North Hollywood to a little beyond Beverly Hills. And West. the dick was amazing. Yeah, okay. oh. So we had a, we, I had a wonderful time, as you would say. I had a wonderful time. But it was like, oh, oh, girl. And then he was like, and where do you live at? And I was like, oh, I live in Highland Park. And he was like, yeah, okay. Um, I'm moving. <laughs> Not, so no, where? like he was like, I'm oh, leaving like LA. I'll never see you again. And I was like, oh, when do you leave? He was like, a month and a half. And I was like, let's hook up again. And he was like, you live too far. But you can, oh, to come to you, you live too far. Yeah, because he was like, he was like, oh, this is my only window to host, like, blah, blah, blah. My roommates, like, all these other things. And I was like, come to me whenever you want. That's why I said normalize driving somewhere to get head. What, is he never on the east side? I guess. He said, I've never been over there. I think if you live that far west, you never really leave the west side of town. Yeah, because you're like, oh, over here, there's Why Santa Monica, there's Culver City, there's uh, Venice, there's Malibu, yeah. West Hollywood. And he goes, like, the furthest east I'll go is Silver Lake. Because then I jokingly said, like, oh, you know, I know people who live in the Inland Empire or, like, out in, where does Mayhem and them live? Riverside. In Riverside, who are like, yeah, we live in L.A. You know, they're like, I'll drive to Long Beach or Orange County or, you know, like, whatever. That's crazy. I would never do that. And when I was saying, like, oh, Riverside, at the same time, he said, yeah, Pasadena. And I was like, Pasadena's not that far from stuff. 
But like for passing- him, it is. I guess it's like an hour away. But I think about it like in the middle of summer when I'm trying to plan a beach, like a day at the beach. It truly feels like ninety a minutes. Trek. Yeah, ninety minutes before like from door to, to beach. Do. Ninety minutes for you? you? Oh no, maybe forty-five for me. Well, you have to find parking. I park. And the parking, I pay the $20 to park at the parking lot so I can step out of my car and directly into the sand. If there's a spot. Oh, baby. I go early. There's always a spot. Hey, sloppy fucking bitches. Um, I just listened to, uh, against, against, I'm um, all warning and, uh, including myself, uh, I knew I shouldn't have done it. I just listened to the erotic, um, hypnosis episode or or I'm in the middle of it rather um, while driving (laughs) and while he was telling him to go down those fucking stairs there I was in my head going down those damn stairs about ran into the back of somebody so um, that's my fault but um, I'm also pulling you in on that uh, responsibility so uh, fuck off and uh, have a good day bye Call and let us know if that worked. We got a lot of positive response for that episode. I know a lot of people are like, I thought it was a joke, but that was really great. And I'm like, what's your dick look like? Like, that's my only response. I thought it was going to be a joke, too. And then if you zoom in on Meatball's face, I know our faces are a little small in the video version. Like, they could have been bigger. We could have, like, sort of set that up I, better. Yes, whatever. But you, you you look over at Meatball's face during the hypnosis, and she's all, oh. Yeah, a couple times I was like, oh, Drooping. Kind of, I'm dripping. I'm drooping. Where are the stairs? I'm drooping. All right, you ready for the last voicemail? Be safe out there, folks. Don't listen to that episode while you're driving. Just do it with your cock in your hand. You know what I mean? Ew, you would. Where's my UPS, man? Next call. Hey, babies. This is the man that invited you to PV next year. You asked for the Insta link. I sent it to the Sloppy Pod DM. Get in there. We slide into the DMs. We can't wait to see you next year. We saved the spot. Got your name on it. You're coming. We're going to party. We're going to suck cock. And that's it. Um, <laughs> goodbye. We're going to suck cock. <laughs> did you hear that? That's insane. When did he send that? Uh, There's so many... Saturday? Saturday. How many days ago was that? Um, Seven? Yeah. Saturday. One week. There are a lot of DMs in the thing. The Liar Liar episode. Meatball chewing on things. I did the... Okay, that's not him. Wait, what? There are a lot of DMs on the Instagram account? Yeah, there's a ton. Um, Oh, okay, I found him. Baby, you asked on the pod about the guy inviting you to PV. That was me, you may recall. You once called me flop through. Flop through. What? Flop through. Remember Matthew when he was a flop? Oh, because he sent such was a shitty voicemail? Was it the dating voicemail? game? Oh, he was on the dating game? Oh, it was game? a... There were two... No, I think was... it was... There were two moments. There was one who was the flop on the dating game. No, that's not this guy. I think this guy called in with a story or something. And And it was was like a three minute story where he was like, and then we went back to the apartment. And then we. Please tell us. Flop through. 
please tell us when how we, when we, we harassed you. you. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. Here's the thing. Okay, he I sent a picture of all the of the gang, and they do look like they are fun. Yeah, they, these all look like your friends. They do. Like but I would. Hang I out don't with see them. any photos of PV. Oh yeah, this is DC Pride Week. Nice try, flop through. You can't get me. Yeah, you lied. You didn't go to PV. Where did it go? All right. Well, we did it. Are you excited? Okay, well. Oh. About what? Fat Slut this Friday at Precincts? Shows at 10.30, 11.30 and sexy eating competition at 12.30? Please email me at themeatballqueen at gmail.com to enter to compete in the sexy food eating competition. Judged by Big Dipper. That's right. I gotta get my, um... I gotta get my, um... Uh... You're really shaking over there. My gig together. Bouncing. You can see me bouncing. It's just my leg. I got this coffee... And I hate it, and I want to throw it away, and it's halfway done. Oh, wait, where, where, where is it from? Where is um, that label? I ordered, I ordered breakfast from this place called Superba. It's kind you of like ordered breakfast, cheesy egg toast with a side of bacon and this coffee with some fresh squeezed orange juice, and then I got a chicken salad for lunch. You know me; I order the double meal. Superior. Yeah, you're like that girl on TikTok who orders the family meal Superba. of food and then splits it up for the week. Yeah, which I love to do. And but it's way cheaper. Here's the thing is that I... Superba. I don't like this. I don't want to drink this anymore. But it's I funny ha- because you're, you have all those little hobbit hands, so they're so tiny, and you're holding what is a small cup of coffee, but for some reason it looks like you're a baby with a toy. But what I want to say is I saw this like this comment about, you know, like when you pay like $18 for a smoothie or something. Oh, yeah. Air one. And then you it sucks. Absolutely. They always do. And then you go like, I don't want this anymore, but I paid $18 for it. So I'm going to keep drinking it. Oh, yeah. The $18 is already gone. It's never yeah, the coming not back. Bringing it back. The drink is not bringing it back. So I feel the same way. Only if it's like The Last of Us and you're in a zombie apocalypse and it's protein and you need it. Like if all of it, it's like I have coffee at the house. Like if I need the caffeine, I can make a cup of coffee that I know is going to be good. That's going to cost me 80 cents. So why put myself through this when the money's already lost anyways? It has a um, term and I'm forgetting it. Here's what you could do since you ordered it. You can say, hey, this coffee came disgusting and get your money back. Disgusting. No, do it's just a latte and I don't really like do anything wrong. It's lattes. just you don't like it. Yeah. If someone sent you this photo and said, hey, feed the bear, how would you feel? Well, show me the photo. Oh, so you <laughs> found it. <laughs> Was this the one that Willem and Alaska were talking about? I just texted this to them. And Alaska goes, that's her. <laughs> It's okay. So what I'm seeing is a bear tattoo on someone's asshole. It's kind of a twink butt. And to be fair, you could probably use a sugar scrub back there. There's a lot of blemishes. I want to get an ass facial. I, 
I screen. Maybe heat up some water and sit over a pot. No, I screenshot it. Steam it out. No, there's a guy. Hold on, I'm gonna find it. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Oh, because Austin gets them all the time. Booty Boss. They do the. This guy's name is Booty Boss LA. Maybe we should have him on the pod. Maybe we should put a curtain up and I can record the podcast with you while I get a butt facial. Okay, I'm in. Booty Boss LA. Where will we do that? On the table? No, we'd have to do it in the theater. Skincare butt better. He says normal facials available too. Booty Boss. I'll do that. Booty Boss LA. Well, he's only one person. He's got two hands. Bootybossla.com. I think I'm gonna get him a try. Have him play him a butt. Let's do it. Let's do it at Oh sorry, that picture was still up on the screen. Yeah, I was looking at the fucking bear's maw. It's the mouth of the bear is around is the, the butthole. Butt I watched Megan last night also. Great movie. I you know I don't like scary movies, and I was not scared of that movie, so I enjoyed it. It's myself. not scary at all. In fact, I think it could have used more murder, like three more killings. And I think it actually, I think it didn't, I think it took itself, I think when they made it, they were taking themselves really seriously. And then oh, when they were, afterwards. I think when they were editing it, they were like, oh, this we can cool. actually make this a little bit campier because I feel like it could have been either campier or scarier, one of the two. And it just sort of, I think that's why it's a PG-13 movie. Oh, I didn't even realize it was PG-13. That's funnier. Because, like, when she danced in the hall. Yeah, that was CGI'd in or whatever. Well, no, I guess they had to film that. They had a little girl's body. They did, but she only did two dance moves. What would have been lit is if she, like, played a song and did a ta and then she murdered because that would have been like cunty and camp obviously they're gonna make a sequel and obviously it's gonna be super campy and it's gonna be called eloise or whatever the fuck that home assistant was all right we've done enough talking megan her name was megan no but they had like an alexa in the house do you not remember Uh, this detail from the film Oh, I do. But Megan took over the Alexa in the house. Right. And then at the end, when they walk out, the Alexa, like, turns on. And her name is Eloise? No. Ellie? Anyway, this is... Ooh, I got the burps. This has been a wonderful episode. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Sobby Seconds. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode, which come out every Tuesday and Friday. You can follow us on Instagram at SloppyPod. You can also follow our individuals at Spiciest Meatball. I am Shadow Band, so you will have to type the whole thing. Or Big Dipper Jelly. Um, you can follow me on TikTok at Meatball the Drag Queen, Twitter at Fat Drag Meatball, and... I miss y'all. Don't forget to call in with your own fuck talk story to 213-536-9180-SLOPPYSECONDSPOD at gmail.com. Goodbye. Yeah, they don't have the name on Wikipedia. It just says Gemma's AI home device. To listen to Sloppy Seconds one day early, ad-free, and to watch our full video episodes, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Editing and sound design by... William Pitts! Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, 
and Joe Cilio. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.